When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. An elaborate plan explaining what will happen when the current Queen of England, Elizabeth II, passes has been leaked. The top-secret plan was hatched in the 1960s, but has never been published or announced in such detail until now. Operation London Bridge provides a step-by-step account of what will happen in the UK in the 10 days after her passing. Before we go on, though, don't worry, the 95-year-old monarch is still in great health. For years, rumors have circulated about what will happen. Some said there will be weeks of holiday. Others say that world leaders will receive a James Bond-like telephone call saying London Bridge is down. But here's what will actually happen. Day 1. The day that the Queen passes away will be known as D-Day. That's clever. In the first few hours after the Queen passes, a whole bunch of calls will be made to top government officials in the UK informing them of the news. This includes the British Prime Minister, as well as the Cabinet Secretary. The Cabinet Secretary is basically the Prime Minister's sidekick. The role involves advising on important policies. Callers have a really strict script that should be followed closely with no changes. The Prime Minister will be called personally by the Queen's Private Secretary. Ministers and senior civil servants will also be sent an email from the Cabinet Secretary. A civil servant just means someone who works in Parliament. Only then will an official notification be delivered to the public detailing the news. This will likely come from the Press Association and the main UK broadcasters. And this is how we'll all find out. After this, flags across Whitehall, which is where the Houses of Parliament are, will be lowered to half-staff as a sign of respect. They're aiming to get flags lowered within 10 minutes of the news. Social media will be affected too. The royal family's website will change to a black holding page with a short statement confirming the news of the Queen's passing. And the UK government's website, as well as all government social media pages, will have a black banner on the top. Any content not deemed as urgent must not be posted on them either. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All retweets will be banned. The royal family will also announce plans for the Queen's funeral, which will take place 10 days after she passes. The Prime Minister will also make a statement to the British public, and they will be the first person from the government to make an official statement. The statement will be aired live on TV from Downing Street. All other members of the government won't be allowed to say anything until the PM has spoken. 
a national silence will be announced, and then the Prime Minister will meet with the new king. This will be the Queen's son, Charles, and at 6 p.m. he will deliver a message to the world. A remembrance service in the heart of London at St. Paul's Cathedral will take place around the same time. The plan also says that all of this should appear spontaneous and unplanned. That's all for the first day. On day two, King Charles will be proclaimed as the new sovereign. That's just a fancy word for the guy in power. And this will happen at 10 a.m. at St. James Palace. Lots of top officials will be asked to attend, and they'll have to wear super formal outfits, with men wearing black or dark ties. They also can't have any decorations on their outfits. All parliamentary business will then be suspended for the next day, with the only thing going on there being MPs giving tributes in the House of Commons. On day three, the Queen's coffin will return to Buckingham Palace. She has a whole bunch of different properties, and there's protocols in place for what will happen if she is to pass at each of them. If the event happens at Sandringham, the coffin will travel by official royal train to St. Pancras Station in London. If she passes at Balmoral in Scotland, Operation Unicorn will be activated, and they'll try getting her on the royal train to London too. If this isn't possible, Operation Overstudy will go ahead, which will see her travel by plane. On day 4, in the afternoon, the new king will embark on a tour of the UK. He'll start off in Scotland with a visit to the leaders there, and then there will be a service at the Grand St. Giles Cathedral in Edinburgh. The next day, Charles will arrive in Northern Ireland. He'll visit Hillsborough Castle and St. Anne's Cathedral in Belfast. A rehearsal for Operation Lion will also take place on this day. This is what they're calling the plan to transport the Queen's casket from Buckingham Palace to the Palace of Westminster. On day 6, this will happen for real. There will be a huge procession from Buckingham Palace to the Palace of Westminster, which will take a ceremonial route across London. From days 7 to 10, the Queen will lie at the Palace of Westminster for three days. This will be called Operation Feather. Her casket will lie on a raised box and will be open to the public for 23 hours of the day. Tickets will be sent out to VIPs so they can visit her casket and pay their respects. On day 8, Charles will take a trip to the final country on his tour of the United Kingdom, Wales. During days 7 to 10, top officials will be consumed by preparation for the Queen's funeral. The Foreign Office will plan how it's going to overcome all the challenges it faces with not only tourists, but arrivals from heads of state across the world. This is a super big concern, especially if the Queen passes away while the pandemic is still happening. London will be flooded with people. The Department of Transport has already raised a bunch of concerns about how it's going to cope with that many people traveling around the city. There's definitely going to be massive delays. Official teams are readying themselves for a crisis warning that mourners from across the world flooding in could also cause issues with food accessibility, policing, and even basic services could be stretched to the breaking point. One official assessment of this situation even warns that London could quite literally become full for the first time ever. Streets are expected to be lined with people, and hotels and B&Bs will all be full. They're doing their best to try and come up with a solution, but at the minute, things are looking difficult. Then we get to the final day. The final day of Operation London Bridge and the day of the Queen's State Funeral. The Prime Minister and the Queen herself have agreed that this day will be a day of national mourning. 
This means that the day will essentially be a bank holiday in the UK, and people won't have to go into work as long as their bosses allow it. It's not compulsory to give the people the day off. But if the day falls on a weekend or an existing bank holiday, an extra day of holiday won't be granted. This causes even more issues for all the services that will already be at the breaking point, though. The state funeral itself will be held at London's world-famous Westminster Abbey. This is where Prince William married Kate Middleton, and the Abbey has seen 16 royal weddings in total. It's also where the coronation of every British monarch has been held since 1066. On the day of the funeral, there will be a two-minute silence across the whole of the United Kingdom at midday. All workers and operations will stop for two minutes to pay their respects. Huge processions will take place in London and Windsor. The day will end with a service at St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle. The Queen will finally be laid to rest in the castle's King George VI Memorial Chapel. She'll be buried next to her husband, Prince Philip. Operation Spring Tide, which is the closely guarded plan for Prince Charles' accession to the throne, was also leaked, but not in as much detail. It doesn't mention anything about his coronation, which is expected to come months later. But his mother, the Queen, was crowned 16 months after King George VI passed away. There's been speculation that Charles could choose to be called King George VII, using his middle name as a tribute to his grandfather, but no official decision on this has been made yet.